Uh, welcome to our 10-minute table talk, everyone. I am Pastor Holman. Thank you very much for joining us here today. I want to draw your attention to the book of Galatians, chapter number one, beginning at verse number eight. And it reads, but even if we or an angel from heaven preached any other gospel to you than what we have preached to you, let him be accursed. As we have said before, so now I say again, if anyone preaches another gospel to you than what you have received, let him be accursed. For do I now persuade men or God, or do I seek to please men? For if I still please men, I would not be a bondservant of Christ. I want to talk to you just for a couple of minutes about the exclusivity of Christianity. Paul here in the book of Galatians is addressing this church that was founded on the principles of faith in Christ and Christ alone. Um, by faith, we must believe that Jesus hung, bled and died for our sins. And on that glorious day rose on the third day with all power in his hands. But contrary to popular belief, Christianity is not an inclusive religion. While it is a whosoever will let them come, the call is given to all. It is not an inclusive religion, meaning that there are qualifications that one must have in order to be a part of Christ and his church. Jesus said it like this in John 14 and six, that I am the way, the truth and the life. And no man goes to the father except he comes by me. It is an exclusivity in the Christian church. And in our day right now, we have never been so guilty as to making Christianity appropriate for any and all that we bend fundamental principles that have been passed down from generations upon generations. And we twist and pervert the scriptures to make other people feel appeased. That is not the Christianity of the Bible. That is not the God of the Bible. None of the 40 plus authors from Genesis to Revelation would agree with how the Christian church is operating in 2023. The Christian church has standards, but not worldly standards. The rules and the, the, the protocols and the, the primary pillars that are in place are in place, not because man have sat around a table and said, this is what we're going to do. That's denominationalism. The Bible has given us specific instructions about how we on this earth will eventually go see our father who is in heaven. And so Paul now is addressing the Galatian church because the Galatian church is taking the faith alone principle, faith in Christ and Christ alone. And they are now adding works to the equation. They are perverting the gospel. Paul sees the absolute danger in this and speaks out in very uncertain terms about what is going on in this church. And he says, listen, if me or anybody else, for that matter, even if an angel makes his way down from heaven and comes in the center of the Galatian church and begins to start preaching another gospel other than what I have preached to you, he said, let that angel be cursed. Anathemize is the word that he uses in Greek, a very strong word with very strong terms when Paul is talking about the gospel of Christ. 
We have so watered down the gospel of Christ that it's not the gospel of Christ anymore. It is the gospel of Christ according to the world. And the Bible says this, that Jesus is the only way by which a man or woman will get to see heaven's throne. He is the only way by which God the Father will deposit the precious Holy Spirit. He is the only way by which we get to commune in prayer with him as he sits at the right hand of the Father. Jesus is the only way. And Paul tells the church at Galatia, you're messing up because you are allowing all of these other false teachers to come in and pervert the elementary principles of the word. And so it is right now. There's a thousand YouTube preachers. There's preachers over here, preachers over there, preachers everywhere. Everybody's got a preacher. And many people right now are being bamboozled because you're listening to everybody. As my grandmother used to always tell me, don't eat from everybody's table. And there are too many Christians that are getting false beliefs deposited on the inside of them because the teachings make them feel good about themselves. The teachings don't address the issues in our life that need to be fixed. The teachings never address how we need to get right with God. It pacifies us according to what we're going through at the time. And Paul says, when you are allowing these false teachers to come in and give you a different gospel, they are contaminating your spirits. So he says in verse number nine, as I've said before, so now I say again, if anybody preaches a different gospel other than what you have received, let him be accursed. It's saddening as a pastor. I mean, as I shared before, Jeremiah three and 15 says by the mouth of God that I will give you pastors and shepherds after my own heart and they will feed you with knowledge and understanding. It's sad as a pastor, as I see Christianity being attacked from all sides. This is one of the ways in which you know Christianity is true because you never see Islam being mocked the way that it does. You never see any of these other world religions being mocked in such a way as Christianity has and is. And as a pastor who has tried to build his life, his family's life, my way of life on what this word has said, not crossing every T and dotting every I, I've messed up many times before, more times than I care to admit, but I've tried to build my life on what God has said in this word and place faith and total confidence in the sacred scriptures. And as a called man of God, called by God himself to preach this word, it dismays me how men and women are perverting the ways of the gospel in stadiums that are full of people, none of them which with their Bibles open, feeding off of the emotionalism of the time, tapping into the problems that people are going through, knowing that those people want a way out, knowing that those people feel like the problems of their lives are burdening their lives down. And so they tap into those emotions to make people feel good in the moment. The problems with those teachings is that they don't last. And while you see all of these other people wandering around here with crosses around their necks and monogram Bibles and all of the such, they are preaching a gospel unlike the scriptures. And Paul is very clear. Paul is very clear. Paul is very clear. If anyone, even if Michael himself, Gabriel himself came down from heaven and preached another gospel, let Michael, let Gabriel be anathemized. Let them be accursed because there's only one gospel. So I will share with you this one gospel in John chapter three, verse 16. It says, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son and that whosoever shall believeth in him 
would not perish, but have everlasting life. Verse 17 says, for God sent his son into the world, not to condemn the world, but through him, the world might be saved. The book of Romans says that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. The book of Romans also said that the gift, that the the penalty for sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Romans chapter number five says that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for the ungodly. Romans chapter 10 verse nine says that if I believe in my heart and confess with my mouth that God raised Jesus from the dead, I shall be saved. All of these instances involve the person of Christ. And dear saying, let me share this with you. If you're not following Christ, then whoever you are following was going to lead you in the wrong way. As I am a pastor committed to the scriptures, committed to trying to preach and interpret the word of God through much prayer and through much study. It pains me to see how many Christians are falling by the wayside by way of false teachers. Out of the 20, out of the 27 books in the new Testament, 19 of them have to do with false teaching. False teaching is addressed in almost 19 of the 27 books in the new Testament. It's a big deal. And so as you look at the scriptures, be grounded in your faith. When you come to Christ, Christ takes you as you are, but he loves you too much to allow you to stay in that condition. There are qualifications. There are standards within the Christian faith that are not given by man, but given by God himself. Paul says this when he leaves, he says, if I don't do this, then I'm simply pleasing men and I will not be a bond servant of Christ. The Bible is not meant to make you feel good. The Bible is meant to address the issues that are getting in the way between us and a holy God because the holy God desires relationship with you and me. And just like you, just like me, just like all of us, there are times in our life when things get in the way between us and God. And the Bible comes to correct those issues so that our relationship is not hindered. And sometimes the Bible will hit you square between the eyes and let you know when you're wrong so that you can get right. But if all you want to do is feel good of every sermon, if all you want to do is feel good when somebody preaches to you, that is not the gospel of Christ. That is not the gospel that is written within these pages. The real gospel comes from a person who loved you so much that he left heaven to live a life that none of us could live and ultimately died on behalf of not his sins, but all of our sins. And if we accept that, believe that in our heart, God says we will be saved and God will give us the precious Holy Spirit to guide us through the rest of our time here on earth. There is one gospel. The exclusivity of Christianity says that when you come, there must come with it the change. If there is no change, then there is no Christ. But I want to pray that you be blessed this year and may God continue to keep his hands upon you until we see you next week. God bless you.